everyone. Welcome to our episode on relationships. Uh, we all can say relationships can be a source of happiness and joy, but also a source of conflict. And today we'll be discussing different types of relationships we have. So family, friends, and romantic relationships. We're going to start off first with talking about family and what we'll tell our younger selves about our relationships with our family. So um, for me, what would I tell my younger self? I would say, you can't choose your family and you you can't get rid of them basically as well. (laughs) You just have to adapt and make sure you look after yourself first and foremost and just be understanding and empathetic as much as possible. So that's what I would tell my younger self and don't beat yourself up too much about anything that happened in the past just let go and move on. I completely agree with Shanika. One thing that I'd tell my younger self about relationships um, with family is probably the same. You can't can't pick them. But also that just because the family, it doesn't mean that the relationship with them or the person might not be toxic. Like they they can still be toxic and it can still be an unhealthy relationship. And like I said, just because it's family, it doesn't mean that everything's okay so I'd just like be mindful of your space and who you're giving your time to yeah I completely agree I think a lot of people are like oh yeah but they're your family and you know but they're your mum they're your dad they're your this they're your that but you should you should love them well no actually if you've got boundaries that are being constantly trampled all over and you're being you know taken advantage of in any way or not looked after properly like you have rights you have boundaries and you're entitled to be respected no matter who it is um I think that um I think parents are allowed to get away with a lot because they're your parent and if they say nasty things to you or treat you a certain way people allow it because you know like you dare speak back to your parents like you you know a generation or so ago it just was unheard of um to do that but I feel like just because you're a child and I'm not talking about them not allowing you to go out late at night and get drunk whatever I'm talking about like having you're entitled to privacy um you're entitled to space you're entitled to not talk about things that you don't want to talk about that are upsetting um and you're actually entitled as well like to not be insulted like be it you know verbally or whatever like I, I would tell myself um because like social services would gaslight me a little bit and I'd be naughty because um my parents would have done something to really upset me and because I didn't have freedom I was a child I would rebel and I'd push against the unfair boundaries and I would be seen to be like this really naughty kid but actually if I was an adult, I could have just removed myself from the situation. It, that's that's the freedom you get as an adult. If someone is, you know, taking advantage of you in any way or insulting you, assaulting you, whatever, you can leave. You can you can move away from that situation. Um, social services would tell me, oh, if you were just better behaved, you wouldn't be in care, and that was completely not true. So I feel like if I could tell myself when I was younger, like if I could tell my younger self. I'd, I'd say like wait it out you know you don't have your freedom uh yet but just make sure that when you do get your freedom 
um, you're very choosy about who you let around you and um, have your boundaries and don't drop them. Uh, it's very difficult when you're young because obviously you, you, you're a child. You can't. You're legally unable to be at, like have the freedom that you want. But wait it out. It won't last forever. And just make sure that um, when you do get your freedom, that you don't prove everyone right. Basically, so work on that time it's going to take to get to be an adult, and make sure that you're making the right decisions. You're doing everything right because. They're just going to be like, well, that's why I said you couldn't do that. Well, that's why I said you couldn't do this. And that's why I said this about you. Like, don't give them any reason to be right. You need to prove yourself <laughs> that you can do it. That's what I would say. Relationships are hard. Relationships are really hard. If I could tell my younger self about relationships, I would say not to adapt to other people as much. To, to just be you, like, be who you are. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And... Some people like aren't really your friends, and sometimes I might. Sometimes you might struggle, and it's hard. But you need to know the difference between a friend and an acquaintance, and you will come across so many acquaintances, and you will think they are your friends, but you're not. And friends are hard, but when you're care experienced, you don't. You don't really have many family, so then your family then becomes your created family. You don't need family by blood. You can create your own family and then you depend on them and they become your person. But I would tell myself to be careful who becomes their person, to not like push them away, to not test them, like to trust because trust is a big thing in relationships. Um, I got to a point where I didn't trust anybody and I would push people to the point to test them whether they were suitable to be in my life and that's not a way or a healthy way to live um so I would say to my younger self have a wee bit more faith believe that there are good people and for every negative person there is a positive person that you just haven't met yet yeah to go on what um Ashley was saying about how she pushes people to the limit of where like she tests them and that that's that's kind of like similar to what I do with my family I test them to the point where I want them to react I want them to know that you know I don't trust easy and I want them to know that they are being tested you know to see whether they're worthy of me being able to trust them and believe them and you know everything else you know being let down from very young um it kind of ruined my relationships with a lot of people and I ended up being alone after I got separated with my sister so it then became a real big struggle to make friends with every school that I went to or like play you know play groups and stuff like that birthday parties you know I struggled to keep a connection with people because as I've got older I then have learned to like stay alone rather than I'm a lone wolf rather than a pack wolf yeah even though I have my family and I love my family 
absolutely to bits. There are times where I feel like I, I, I want to get rid of them, like tell them to go away, leave me alone and that. But realistically, I don't think I'd ever change them for anything, you know. But I mean, if I was to tell my younger self something, I would say be strong and be mindful of who you let in and who you trust to talk to about things and just be careful. <laughs> That's one thing I have to say about family might actually sound like it might contradict to one thing that was said earlier, that you don't get to choose your family. I don't see that as being entirely true, such as like a lot of friends that you can make can soon become close enough to more or less become your new, what's the way it's not kind of like, kind of you can get close to the friend to be basically become brother or sister, kind of like metaphorically speaking. <laughs> kind of how some people become blood brothers or, or, or whatever that is, like, you know, when they cut the hand open and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of like, okay, <laughs> it's a bit too close, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's a good... It's a good um, point that you've made, actually, because let's not forget, though, when you do finally choose a boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, if you have children with that person, then you do create your family, don't you? Like that is, and I know you're talking about having friends that become so close that they could be like a brother and sister, but that point of view of like, actually, you can, you can choose your family, like you can choose in the end, (laughs) maybe not when you're young, but you can in the end. Like, a lot of people have heard of a family tree. You don't get to choose the route, but you can control the branches. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah, your blood relatives, so the what your parents, your sisters and your brothers by blood, you haven't got the choice, unfortunately. And, you know, and sometimes your family can be a source of pain because... You expect them to be the ones that love you and care about you if no yeah. one else does. But sometimes the people that are closest to you, like like family-wise, can be the source of pain because they know you more than probably other people or they probably don't see you as other people would because of jealousy, envy, and all that kind of thing, things because they're closer to you. Um but with that, I would say when it comes to stuff like that, don't expect too much from people, especially blood family. Don't expect a lot because we're all humans. We're all fallible. Um, we will make mistakes. So don't expect too much and love yourself. Love yourself enough to know when something is hurting you, when something doesn't feel right, to speak out about it or get yourself away from that situation. I just wanted to say um, quickly, don't ever feel like you have to be silenced. Don't feel like because someone says to you, oh, don't tell anyone about, you know, things that have happened and stuff like that, you know, with family, friends, whoever, partners, don't feel like you can't go to someone. There's always a form of help, whether you feel like you need it or not, or whether you feel like you know, there's going to be repercussions or stuff like that. Don't feel scared that you can't go and help someone or be helped or anything like that because there's more people out there that are willing to help you or help others than there is to be sat in that, I don't know, abusive relationship or abusive, you know, stuff that's going on with your family and, you know, stuff like that. So there's always 
helplines, there's always everything to be there to help you and not get stuck. I was just going to say quickly, like touching on what you guys were just saying about relationships with family, obviously you can't pick them and everything like that. And I think for me personally, I really struggled with that and struggled with the toxic relationships of families. And like you were saying, sometimes, or for me personally, I expect I, I expect other people to treat me how I treat them. And I think sometimes we can kind of put an, an added pressure on families because we, we expect them to be there for us. We expect them to love us because they are our family. Um, and so when it doesn't go that way, it can be like a double whammy. It can hit you even harder because it's like, well, they like you said, they're the people that should be there and everything. But for me, one little bit of advice I'd say is learn from it. Like one bit of peace that I've took from it is that everything's a lesson. So from what I've experienced in my life and, and the toxic relationships and things like that I'm learning from it so then I can then progress in my later life and then that helps you in turn build your family you know create help you pick who you want to start a family with because you know you don't want to be going in that same recurring cycle so it's like learn from the mistakes learn from the like from the lessons that have been put in front of you I just wanted to say as well like um I know that this so far has been fairly negative about family obviously we were care leavers like we've not had great family relationships but I I did want to just say that like I now have the like the best relationship I could possibly have with my mum and it never used to be that way trust me like we went a long time without speaking and um but we just got to a place where I'd mended from the hurt that was done and my mum was ready to confront what had happened and we got to a point where we could grow together and make better relationship and like like I said earlier like be staunch with your boundaries but also don't don't shut people off to the point where it's like you can't mend it obviously there's a difference between if they're the same person they were when you fell out it's not going to make any difference but if there's a genuine intent to mend a relationship and build on it uh, both parties obviously need to be willing to apologize for what they've done and you know move on um but yeah don't don't shut it out I mean obviously there's there's things that you can never forgive obviously and luckily for me that wasn't my case but if there is a an opportunity where you can mend your relationship with a family member and it's genuine and they haven't done too much to upset you or hurt you then go for it and try your best because I'm really glad that I started talking to my mum again uh, I, I literally wouldn't be where I am today without her so I just wanted to put that little like nice bit in there just just because it's getting a little bit negative <laughs> Thank you guys for all you've said about uh, family relationships. And now we're going to talk about friendships. Our friendships at school, <laughs> no university, wherever. <laughs> I'll, I'll start off. So I think for me, I would say, what would I tell my younger self? Find your tribe. There's always people out there that um, have interests that you have. And I guess also as well, don't worry if you are alone <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Because I was alone a lot through school. Um, find something that you love to do. Or if you find that you haven't got much friends at school, do volunteering. I did a lot of volunteering stuff. Um, you know, I got involved in things outside of school to actually build those relationships and stuff. 
and eventually you learn don't feel that maybe if you haven't got a lot of friends don't feel that you're somehow less than or um not valued because sometimes loneliness can actually be a way for you to understand yourself and become more self-aware about what's going on around your surroundings and yeah. you know that can be quite important as you get older as well yeah. I think that when you're a teenager you spend a lot of time trying to escape your reality by doing various I mean sometimes it can it can be from like I don't know coloring books to getting drunk in a field like but you spend a lot of time not wanting to be in your reality because you know being a teenager is very difficult you're you're in like this in-betweeny world where you can you can conceptually understand most things that adults can but emotionally you're not there yet and like your frontal lobe isn't developed enough to be able to control your impulses as much as an adult so literally like you will do risky things and and think it's fine (laughs) and only when you're in a lot of trouble you realize that um actually you should have done that but that's how you grow up and learn but um I think the thing I would tell my younger self is I I didn't ever struggle making friends I was a bit of a social butterfly like I could talk to kind of anyone in any kind of friendship group everyone knew me I knew everyone but there was no like deep kind of connection with anyone I had one friend who actually ended up in care as well and we're still friends to this day like she's my best friend longest friend um and we've always been close but you know she was moved around in care and we lost touch but yeah like the thing that I would tell myself is maybe be friends with the people that are more matching to you because I feel like I was in all the top classes for uh, my my academic work but all my friends were in lower sets and because I was kind of rough around the edges I came from poor socioeconomic background and I was not like kind of prim and proper none of the friends I had in class they weren't really friends but they didn't really want to socialize with me um, so all my friends were like the same background as me I was kind of friends with people that didn't really understand me a lot I I would have conversations about things they just didn't care about or understand um so yeah I found myself not really finding anyone that I could make a proper connection with and do you know what when you're in high school or middle school whatever like don't worry if no one likes you or if you're finding it difficult because they're children like you'll grow up one day and you won't care like they won't even be something you think about like these days you can literally go online find a forum with something that you're into and make a million friends that all like the same thing as you like you don't have to have friends at school I think I've done all right on the friend front to be fair I've been burnt by a couple but I never let them in far enough so it really hurt yeah just like the ones that you can trust you'll know by the time like you can let them in you'll you'll be friends with them long enough to know um when it comes to friends friends are difficult um for me I think I adapted to situations I adapted to people I was speaking to when the spotlights were on I performed and I'd done that in so many other different relationships but I wasn't actually me I had just learned to adapt to my situations I am a quick thinker I adapt when things go wrong sometimes not quick enough um sometimes really quickly But care experienced people are resilient. We are resilient. We have been knocked down by the people that aren't supposed to knock us down. 
we then go into situations and we then stay in places where there are corporate parents, where the corporate parents are meant to protect us, listen to us, be everything what your parents should be. And sometimes that does not happen. And sometimes they don't listen. But people out there will listen. There is people out there. You just have to find them. They might not be there, but they might not be there at that moment in time. But later down the line, like, it's like trauma. It's like childhood trauma with relationships. You need to go back and deal with it to then move on. That is what I'm having to do. So I would tell my younger self not to get too hung up on the people that you need to get hung up on. Because if you just be you in that moment, there were people there that were better people, but I, I, chose, I chose wrong. So I would, I would spend more time thinking about the small things and not planning ahead to the point where I have debates in my head. And it's just about learning that I can have healthy friendships and I am having healthy friendships, but it's taken me a long time to get there, to find my people, to find my tribe, what people were saying before. And it doesn't matter how long it takes you, like you can get there. You can have healthy relationships. You can have work relationships. You can have family relationships because you're resilient. You get knocked down so much. You can, you will get it. There is a goal and it's just about working towards it. Uh, There is so much positivity, but sometimes we focus too much on the negativity. That's what I did. And I'm now realizing that there's so many more positive things out there and so many more positive people. Just because the people I was surrounded by were negative people did not mean that I should have became negative, but I did because they were in my surroundings. They they were what I learned by. They were what my I would mirror image them. And it's it's not by it's not by fault. It was just by the time that I spent there. And I am now learning how to be myself again and be with the people that I should have been with all them times ago, but I chose I chose wrong. But that's okay because I can work back and I'm working back. You hear so many times about the statistics and young people not doing well. They don't go to uni. They don't go to higher education. I failed education twice and I am attempting for the third time because I shall not fail because I can and I will and I can succeed. Care experienced people will and can succeed. We are hard workers. We work hard in relationships to keep them going and we work hard in the workplaces and schools and education to keep them going. But sometimes our behaviour doesn't say what we're doing but sometimes no one listens, no one pays attention, but there are people that do pay attention. Yeah, just to go off of what like everyone's saying, I had a different approach with like sort of like friends at school and stuff like that. Um, when I was in like um, my first year um, of school, I only had my sister who was in the nursery bit so the nursery and the my school were like um in the same the same bit um and I used to just like um have my sister um and people used to bully us because we were care kids and it upset me quite a lot not the fact that they were you know bullying me it was because they were bullying my sister you know and I got quite aggressive because of the fact that you know I couldn't do anything to stop them from hurting my sister. So I grew up being angry and aggressive and which then led me to then kind of calm down and be alone. 
once I got split up with my sister, I I became a person that I never thought I would ever become. And I'm not saying that that's right. I'm saying that's wrong. Just because of, you know, what's happened, it shouldn't stop you from, you know, having a relationship with friends and, you know, family and stuff like that. I grew up just being alone. I feel like I've always known that I've always wanted to be alone. Um, I do have a friend now and honestly I, I wouldn't change it for anything. We we do have our good and bad days, but that's what relationships are like. It's a hard one sometimes because you know, depending on how you are depends on how a relationship with friends is gonna be. Will, did you wanna say something? Friends that you have in like say primary school, the odds of actually still having them in adulthood, I think probably pretty low because I don't know many people that have still got like full childhood friends. Some might think this sounds a bit ridiculous, but one thing I've always thought is friends, like finding friends is a lot like say finding the right hobby. You'll never know which is the ones to be best to go to if you don't actually go out and look or go out and try. Some you might outgrow, some you might realise after a while I shouldn't have done that. And then some hobbies can turn into something that you stick with i.e. kind of like a lot of hobbies can turn into a career and a lot of friends could like as we said before like say become like brothers or sisters or the one <laughs> like say some friends can become well can turn into a romantic relationship very wise words moving on now to romantic relationships um so i think i would tell my younger self about romantic relationships is listen to your instincts and there's a famous quote by Maya Angelou that says when a person shows them who they are the first time believe them (laughs) um from from that quote you probably can recognize that I didn't have a good experience but um yes look after yourself don't any don't make anyone take advantage of you um easier said than done but just make sure that you choose wisely remember you're the prize so one thing that I'd said to my younger self about relationships, and can I just say, I completely agree with you there, Shanika. Um, I, like one thing I'd say is, A, don't ignore red flags. And B, don't, don't be scared of being alone. Don't jump into a relationship because you want, don't want to be on your own. Someone else isn't going to make you happy. And you need to make yourself happy before being in a relationship. And I think if you are going through a a bit of a rough patch or in a down place, you can easily seek, you you can look to other people to want to want them to make it better for you. And no one's going to do that. The only person that's ever going to make anything better for yourself is you. It might be a quick fix for a little while, but believe me, it doesn't work. So don't be afraid to be on your own. Um, One thing I would say to myself about relationships is, I got too hung up watching American films. Now American films, like everything works out in the end. And then there was like the other films where it was like I was left alone with maybe like a dog or a cat. And I really got hung up on that because I looked at films as they are people write about them and it's like what the portrayal is in them. And then I would look at other films that were more relatable to me and they never ever had the happy ending. So I expected that in my film, I expected my ending. 
I wanted that ending until I got to a point where I realised, actually, I've been told so many times that I would get that ending, but I believed that at one point, but I'm not getting that ending because I'm changing it and I am writing my own ending. And there is someone out there for everyone. And I think being a woman, I would adapt myself to other people. Um, and that's that's not a healthy way to re- live relationships. And there is someone out there for me that I just haven't met yet because I haven't fully understood myself yet. And when, once I do that, then I can meet somebody else because there's like sayings, if you don't love yourself, then how are you supposed to love somebody else? I need to love me before I then move on to give my time. A relationship is time. A relationship is giving them sharing interests, doing things together, um, going out and like dates. I think sometimes these days some relationships go too fast and sometimes you just need to slow down and it's about spending genuine time with someone. It's about getting to know them, not who they are betraying on social media because so many other people betray different things on social media. And it's just like films, people write their films. Sometimes they do come from real life expectations, but they get written in more. People write in them, they make them more dramatic, but they've stemmed from a real life place. And it's just like, you can write your own end and you can write your film and you will meet someone, just not in the fairy tale way that you might have been shown. So my, my input for relationships is... I had my first proper relationship when I was 13 and it was amazing. You know, he loved me. I loved him. You know, it was all, you know, it was the honeymoon stage. And then after time went by, it it got quite to the point where I wasn't allowed to go out. I wasn't allowed to hang out with friends. And then it got abusive. Um, And then I think after that relationship it kind of it broke me so it's like all my energy put into that relationship had taken away a billion percent of who I was or who I am Mm. so it's like I feel like every time I get into a relationship I can't commit properly I get scared I get attached too quickly and I just end up getting my heart broken over and over again. And then I've had so many people say to me that I'm I'm damaged goods and that like I don't deserve things because I don't show the affection that people want and stuff like that. And it's like, I think that's why I don't commit to friendships as much because I just get so scared that I'm just gonna end up in the bottom of a sandpit crying you know and wanting to just not exist because you know I don't want to end up feeling like I have to prove myself to people Mm -hmm. it's annoying the fact that not everyone has the same the same mindset as like some people like you know us as care leavers even though we don't all think the exact same we can all relate you know we can all say we've been through something that's that's broken us once or twice and it's just a shame that you know everyone in the world has to go through 
such crappy relationships and you can't you know they always say oh yeah there's someone out there for you where's my prince charming I deserve a prince charming where is he (laughs) I don't see him anywhere I'm 25 years old and I thought my first boyfriend was my prince charming and it turned out that he was the dragon that was keeping me from my prince charming so (laughs) do you see what I mean you know it's (laughs) is <laughs> it's rubbish relationships sometimes can be very 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 difficult and very down bringing and depressing <laughs> that threw me off um yeah I agree with you Anya so much like on what you've just been saying when you are in a relationship you do give yourself give so much of yourself and as care experienced people like we've all experienced trauma in at some time in our life or or have got trauma from some experience in our life and I think something that we don't bear in mind is romantic relationships can also add so much trauma to you they can be toxic and that can add even more even more trauma and so that's why I just like really 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 want to just push on so much about how important it is to just be on you know be happy on your own and there's the saying you can't love someone else if you don't love yourself and it's so true you know I think that's where your boundaries start to get lowered and things because you don't realize your self-worth and like you were just saying on you about finding your prince charming and everything like that like we all will we'll all find as prince charming and as princesses and whatever you want to call them at some stage but it's like we need to be there ourselves we need to value ourselves as that before we let anyone into our lives so yeah just learn to love yourself before you love anyone else I think I'm coming from like quite a pessimistic place like if I could tell my younger self because when I was younger I wasn't attractive well conventionally like I wasn't the one that everyone wanted to go out with I never got any male attention blah 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 I was overweight, I was too clever, no one understood me. And um, I was also quite, like, not conventionally uh, feminine, Um, not just with how I look, but, like, the way I am. I don't don't conform to gender stereotypes or or, or roles as such. Like, I'm going to do what I want to do, and it doesn't matter whether that's what a man does or what a woman... I don't care. I do what I want. And um, I I was so, so desperate when I was younger to be wanted by a boy. Like, I just wanted them to fancy me. And I used to cry and say, no one's going to ever want to marry me. And no one's going to love me. And I'm 27 now. And I'm literally like, I would rather die than get married. I could not think of anything worse. Literally, permanently being attached legally and physically to someone for the rest of your life. I don't like permanence. I like freedom. Didn't have a lot of it as a young person. Why would I do that to myself now? But because, like Ashley said, we watch these films. Everyone wants a boyfriend. It's You know, you notice as well, like, boys will have girlfriends when they're younger, but they're playing the field, mate. Like, you're an option. Like, but when you're young, it's like, oh, I want someone to love me, and that'll be that, and I'll be settled. And then, no, 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 don't do that to yourself. Like, if I could tell my younger self, I'd say, don't worry, people will love you. Like, it literally, just because the people at your school don't love you, when you grow up, and it takes boys a bit longer 
to catch up. Sometimes never. No offence, Will. Um, but literally, I'm only joking. But like, you when they when they get a bit older, when you get a bit older, the things that you want from a relationship change. Things that were important to you at one point aren't anymore. So don't don't put that pressure. Like you don't have to have romantic relationships when you're young. Be very careful, like who you're letting in to your life. Um, because I was so desperate at a young age, I got my first boyfriend at 16. He cheated on me. I'm heartbroken. He was vile. Why did I even do it? Because I was desperate. I had to deal with that first. Something I had some therapy, and then like see before therapy if a boy didn't reply to me I'd be literally climbing the walls couldn't cope with my life rejection crying can't deal with it multiple messaging love me love me love me that kind of stuff after the therapy I literally forget they exist they message me I'm like oh I was talking to this person I better reply if they message me more than once I'm like needy get rid like I can't I'm so free now and I've never felt so good about myself. I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm bringing to the table. And I literally am not giving anything away until you can at least meet the things I'm bringing. Like, I, I take it as job interviews, you know, what you're doing with your life, what qualifications do you have? I don't really care about money. I don't need a man for money. Women don't need men for money anymore. We can get jobs, we can look after ourselves. But like, what kind of time are you gonna be spending on me? You know, how are you going to speak to me? Are you going to treat me well? Even if you're annoyed at anything, something I've done, whatever, how do you treat me when you're angry? Do you know what I mean? That's the things I'm looking for. I'm not, I don't care about flashy money and big dates and all of that. I want time, I want commitment, and I want, above all else, I, I just want it to be effortless. Like, if you're spending more time arguing or frustrated or wishing that you had a partner that was a certain way that they aren't get rid of it don't waste your time it's not gonna work don't don't waste that that pain just get rid go move on there'll be someone else there don't worry about it and if there isn't who cares anyway but yeah that's my take on relationships <laughs> Thank you for listening. Next week, we discuss all of the things that come with adulting, including money and how to manage it, who to go to for support, and how to navigate education and employment. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Conflict. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, you can reach us on Let's Talk Conflict at leapcc.org.uk or find us on Twitter and Instagram at leap underscore cc. This podcast has been produced in partnership with Leap Confronting Conflict and edited by Helena Webb. Let's Talk Conflict has been supported by the Esme Fairburn Foundation, the Curtin Magda Stern Foundation, the Treebeard Trust and the Rain Foundation.